0: And Ivy, and you are listening to Black, Broke and Brilliant.
1: Coming up on today's episode, we'll be discussing our guilty pleasures, so let's get straight into it.
0: So before we get into it, how are you doing, Sammy? I'm alright, I'm good. Life
1: is lifing. I'm just floating on by. I feel like summer is basically over and we haven't even had a proper summer, but you know... I don't know where this year has gone. If I'm being honest, I don't. I don't know what has been accomplished this year. Um, we said we we're gonna hot girl summer, and it's been nothing but rain girl summer. So, so that's how I'm doing. How are you?
0: I feel that like psychologically, I'm still in May. Like the fact that we're in August and we're going into autumn is just it's it's not sitting right with me to be honest. But I'm all right, I'm all right, I um, I had a bit of a mare today. I was basically trying this new TikTok trend, which do you know what, it serves me right. There's basically this trend going around being like, you should rub a frozen cucumber on your face for like 15 minutes in the mornings and the evenings. And it's meant to give you really glowy skin. Um, and I did that for a couple of days. And today I woke up and my face was covered in rashes and I had a mad allergic reaction to it. So that's how my day's going. <laughs> all I wanted was glowy skin I just wanted the dewy look you know is that so much to ask for listen
1: it goes to show that not every day listen to tiktok like not every trend is supposed to be a trend who in their right mind said a frozen cucumber on your face there's a reason cucumbers do not come frozen because they're not supposed to um, what happens to just rollers? What happens to just getting a good old jade roller, rolling that on your face with some serum Like, come on, people. <laughs> Every day, trying to be
0: different. This was meant to be like a level up from that. And do you know how many people this had to work for for it to become a trend? So I was like, let me just jump on the trend. Like, what's the worst that could happen? And now yeah, my face burns. So yeah. But in my head, I was thinking cucumbers are in a lot of like moisturizers and skincare products. So I'm like, how bad can it be? look at me now.
1: I kind of want to see what you look. I hope you're okay. I'm
0: good. I don't, I don't look great. I will not be stepping outside for three to five business days, but I'm good.
1: I mean, it's a good thing that, you know, we all have to wear face masks still. So mm. that can up. And then a little hat just or a fringe, you know, sunglasses. Probably- mm.
0: Sorted. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be a good week.
1: Yeah, be very careful what you put on your face, people.
0: Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Learn the lesson from me. But hey, back to the episode. Guilty pleasures. I have so many of these. I've realised, like, I spend so much time trying to come across really cool and I have all these really nerdy, weird interests. And I just thought, you know what? Maybe it's time to share it with the podcast.
1: Yeah, I found this one a bit hard because I think I'm so cool. And I think I'm, I'm like, nothing is guilty, like... (laughs) if if there's a certain kind of music I listen to or a show I watch like I'm very open with it so this one was a bit hard so I had to think back to like things I really used to watch from a time ago and I, I don't know whether like the things we call guilty pleasures we should be guilty about or if they're just slightly maybe off-brand um, mm. or not what you would expect.
0: I like that I like that actually okay let's just get into it so my my number one on the list at the moment is olivia rodrigo i am obsessed with her i'm aware she's 17 she's going through her first heartbreak she's just come out with an album very emo vibes but inject it i cannot get enough
1: okay so definitely kicking it off with the musical guilty pleasures olivia is she a tiktok star
0: No. No, She's like a full-on artist. Like, driver's license. Samira, come on.
1: She sounds like that TikTok girl. What TikTok girl? There's a TikTok girl who I'm sure her surname is Rodrigo. She's a really big one.
0: I mean, she like, her music's all over TikTok, but I don't... That's not how she became famous. Like she just wrote some banging songs, had like a very public relationship that she spent time writing songs about. And she just, she's so good. Like, it's just, yeah, it's very angsty. And it just makes me feel like I'm back as a teenager, just living life without having to pay bills. You know, it's great.
1: Were you also experiencing heartbreak at
0: 17? Hmm? Okay, not not quite. We cannot relate (laughs) on that level, we cannot relate. (laughs) we can't relate but I'm here for it she's just like oh she's just giving what she's supposed to give, you know and I know it's not for me I know she's not writing with me in mind but yeah her sour album came out and there's just there are no skips on the whole album it's so good
1: interesting yeah oh, I feel like sour salty it's all the same kind of vibe um maybe maybe I might have to tap into her just maybe just 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 the one song and, and okay.
0: see how I feel. if you're um, gonna listen to one song can i recommend deja vu it's it's a banger there's a lot of tea in the lyrics it's really okay. good yeah
1: okay i mean like choosing a, a song title like that she's really coming from beyonce's bag so let's I'll, i will listen i'll give her a listen
0: she's um, when you listen to the lyrics you'll allow it because now nah, she was in this relationship with this guy it wasn't going well they broke up basically she explains how She showed him loads of things. She took him to her favourite places. She taught him her favourite songs. Anyway, he moves on. He's with this next girl. And now this next girl is posting all the songs that she taught the guy. He's now taught the next girl. (laughs) He's now taking her to the same places that she took him. And she's like, bitch, do you not get deja vu? Because we've been doing this.
1: Fam, I I took you to that spot. I'm the one who showed you the spot. Now you take some other girl to the spot. Fam, you would not have discovered this artist if I did not put you on. That is very, very diabolical behavior. Isn't it? It's like the
0: that. audacity. I'm like, do you know what? Take the name. Take the name because he should be getting deja vu. Wow.
1: So, what? You just trying to be me with a different girl? Okay, cool. You know I see I mean?
0: Just trying to replace me with a blonder version of me. What's that about? You know? Wow. Yeah. It's, okay, it's, it's
1: it, that sounds, it sounds like it's got a narrative to it, like a good story behind it. It just takes you I... on
0: a journey, you know?
1: I will give that one a listen. Um, my guilty pleasure that I don't feel guilty about, um, is Eminem. I went through like a phase where I was really just banging out Eminem al- not even just songs, album. Uh, like I literally had them saved on at my phone on my spot. I was just, I was just in a moment, and then I went and like bought his, what is it, the Marshall Mathers, um, LP, the Second One. Um, had that. I mean, it's really. It really says a lot if I go and, like, purchase an album because, bam, I could just listen to it on Spotify. But this was obviously back when I had a CD player. I don't know what people think about him now. I know some people have, like, question mark over him because he's a white dude that wraps. But I still stand. (laughs) See what I did there? I still stand. (laughs) (laughs) It's the fact that you spent money. Yeah. I'm just, like... And also, I really like um, 8 Mile. Mm. The film as well, lyrical genius just doing up bits. It was very uncommon for there to be, you know, a person like him, you know, like a white guy who was into hip-hop and could do it very well and was, you know, like, co-signed by Dr. Dre. I don't know why I felt like listening to because there's a lot of pain in his music. (laughs) It's very deep. But... I'm I'm here for it. I like the different characters he takes on. It's just a bit of everything. Do I listen to him right now? or Any of his new stuff? No, sir. Um, No one asked me about any of the new stuff, stuff with it, but the old stuff. Yeah, I'm on that.
0: It's the fact you said albums. Like when I think of Eminem, I think of like his big hits. I could not sit down and listen to like a full album. But the thing with him, like, there is a lot of controversy around him, but everyone can recognize that he's talented you know, like, he is an actual rap god, see what I did there?
1: Yeah, well done, thank you, see, you you see how he just provides the content, no, but, like, even if you look at his album, or you listen to his albums, like, you can hear a journey, like, I think there's one called, like, Relapse, um, because obviously he had, like, an issue with drugs, but through his albums, it's like, oh, this is when I was in the dark time, this is me coming out of the dark, like, Each album sort of represents a stage in his life and like things he's been through, which I kind of like, you know, some people just release albums for the sake of it and it's just a whole bunch of random songs. You start comparing them. But I like when there's, you see some growth or progression within albums, you know?
0: Yeah, you see the character development happening right before your eyes and ears. I'm here for that.
1: Yeah, I felt some kind of attachment like Hayley. How is Hayley doing? What does she look like now? How old is she? Probably like 30 or
0: something. (laughs) Can we have an update on Haley? Is she okay? No, for do you really? know what? That's a good point we you made there. Just,
1: we all just like grew up knowing of Haley. We're like, okay, how is she? What does she look like?
0: In it. Like wow. I feel like there's some attachment to this girl.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: But no, nah, he he is elite. Um, another one of my musical guilty pleasures is Billie Eilish. And the girl gets a bad rap because yeah. a lot of her songs. Very depressing, but she's just so talented, man. And like, you know, when you just want to feel something, she's just the perfect artist for that. But the the crazy thing about it was last, I think it was last December when Spotify Wrapped came out, um, Spotify decided to inform me that I was in her top 1% of listeners. Wow. Big, big, big Billie Eilish. Billy, Billie, I'm in her top one percent. Like I didn't know I was playing her songs like that. Like I, I knew I was a fan, but I didn't realize it was that deep. Apparently, it is that deep.
1: Do you know how many Billie Eilish songs you need to listen to to be <laughs> her one percent?
0: Like I, I was a little bit concerned. I was like, am I, am I okay? Because that's that's a lot of Billie Eilish. Do you know what? I think I can't
1: remember when I discovered Billie Eilish. It might have been like maybe 2007, but I was watching the colour show on YouTube. And like her thing came out, and I remember the first time I listened to it, I wasn't, I wasn't on it, I wasn't feeling it. I was like, why is this girl just bare whispery? I'm like, yeah. sing with your whole voice. <laughs> it was all very light soft tone, whispery. I'm going stay at this level, and I was just, like, I, I don't know, you know. And then I started listening to more of her songs, and I was like, you know, I kind of vibe with this one. And she is just a little musical genius, bless her, and. Mm-hmm. I like her character. I like her outfits and her nails and her and you know she's really singing the songs and she's really mm. like you said, she makes you feel something. So collect your and she's so young.
0: Yeah. Like, let's give sis her, her roses, please. Exactly. And I think that's what I liked about her, because initially I was like, sis, why why are you whispering? Just just turn the volume up as really? well. But i (laughs) want to to hit you belt one time i'm like sing it with your whole chest billy you can sing you know but at the same time i'm like every other artist right now is belting like every artist is doing up Faith from love island so i like that she's not on that
1: i'm like cool yeah she's she's the girl the queen of whispering bag that's that's your own two cents that's your own uniqueness yeah i think (laughs) <laughs> well I'm trying to hear you but like I hear it, I like Billie Eilish
0: yeah, you know when you like you obsess over an artist and you just have that one song you play on repeat and like a hundred plays later you're still like this slaps, I feel like that is Billie Eilish for me
1: Yeah,
0: I She's think what so
1: was the first I think that the first song of hers I heard was I Don't Want to Be You Anymore and she literally oh. like whispers the whole thing I don't want to be <laughs> you anymore and that was the first thing I heard. I was like, sis, you're gonna sing. <laughs> <laughs> but then I started to listen to her other stuff and you know, like, I appreciate that, you know, she's a musical princess. She
0: she got it. She got it. I was thinking that, I was like, Can you not afford a microphone or something? Like, what's what's going on here, Billy? But what I love about her is like her voice like is such a big contrast to her personality and her music videos that's what's crazy like when she talks she's such a deep voice and then in her music videos there's all of this like black pain oozing from her eyes she's got like a tarantula in her mouth and then she's singing like an angel she really said best of both worlds
1: that's that's the thing that's the thing that I found so jarring it's like yeah she gives you emo vibes but like voice of an angel voice mm. of an angel and like sometimes as she dresses it's like really dark and like chained and she's like in
0: her goth looking bag voice of an angel i'm like okay okay cool i love it like how can you have bright green hair baggy clothing that's all black a deep voice and then go and sing like an actual angel like it doesn't make sense but i'm here for it
1: it's beautiful honestly
0: yeah and I love that like she produces songs with her brother like that just that's just so So wholesome
1: so cute and she like still lives at home with like her mom and oh my god did you watch um I can't remember it might have been like Grazia um it was some kind of magazine but YouTube interview and like I think they did the first one in like maybe 2017 when she was like 17 years old and they interviewed her then and then a year later they interviewed her again and asked (laughs) the same questions from the year before and they did it a third year and you can just see how like different she is and how much she's grown um clearly you have not seen
0: this video <laughs> no I have it's so good like in the first year I sorry you were just on a roll no I remember the first video she was so like down and depressed and then the second year she'd like come out of her shell so much more and then by the third year like you could tell she just found her footing and I love seeing that
1: yeah bless her
0: um one of yours
1: do you know what like foreign rap especially french rap or german rap Mm -hmm. i don't know how i stumbled across this across this i think i can't remember what year it was but i went on a trip to to berlin at one time by myself or kind of by myself but then i met up with a friend who was there and we we just wanted to go out to a club found this club and then in one room, it was just, like, generic pop music. But then in this other room, it was, like, all hip-hop and rap. But it wasn't, like, English or America, It was all in German. And I was like, okay. Didn't understand a single word, but I felt the vibes. And I was just there with my phone being like, shazam, shazam, shazam. Um, <laughs> they, they got some good tunes. I wouldn't lie to you.
0: Now, do you know what? Rap in other languages is actually elite because you have no context to what's going on, but you just feel it.
1: It's so good. Like, I don't know what you're saying. I can't sing along with you because that that language barrier. But the vibes, best know I will be dancing. And the lyrics that I can catch, I'll be singing mm. those ones at the top of my voice. Somewhere.
0: Amen. Like, the gun fingers will be out. I will not know what's going on. I won't have any words to sing along to, but I'll be enjoying myself.
1: This is why I said we need to party in Paris, in Paris, yes. but the black side of Paris, you know, not the, the the black side of Paris. Yeah, yeah. Because I need to be hearing these tunes with the people them. Yes, it's yes. Just yeah. very different. Yeah, just foreign, foreign rap, foreign hip hop. Send send me the suggestions because I will listen to them all. Were there any like
0: songs in particular that you really liked?
1: Um, there's this german one it's like this um black german girl called ace t um and i remember our friend molly i think it might have been molly that introduced me to this song and i actually really liked it which doesn't normally happen but it was it was called um uh, bits to bits to down um, hmm. but it's, a it's, it's a banger it's a nice vibe that one's a really good one um yeah. And then oh, there's a black French girl. What's she called? But she does the song that's ja ja. I need to find the lyrics. The... It's,
0: it's, a bop. it's a bop. You know the song in it. I just can't. I know the song. I know the song. <laughs> <laughs> I know mm, ja ja. That's all I know. When I say I know the song, I know the title of the song.
1: <laughs> that's the one. That's the song. They so just hit different. Good
0: also just because it's a completely different vibe to the songs we're used to listening to like you don't know what's coming and it just it just makes you feel a different type of way it's so good we actually do need to go to paris find a marvin and just listen to some french rap i'm here for that
1: oh my gosh wait i think i found the song i think it's actually called (laughs) jaja aya nakamura that's the one that's yeah go listen to that song it's a tune it's really Actually a chill
0: vibe. It's a proper summer song as well.
1: Yeah, and we've really been lacking that. We've really been lacking that. So, yeah, I'm gonna take this.
0: Um. Okay, we're gonna go to another one of mine that I am very embarrassed about because while this obsession started when I was like 14, it's still very much with me today. So, <sighs> Justin Bieber, but one album in particular so the album is called my world 2.0 it came out when my guy was 16 but it's just so good for context it's the album that has favorite girl down to earth one less lonely girl overboard on it and it's just so good like every day, like genuinely at least once every day i will bang a song from that album
1: wow wait once every day
0: yeah yeah. So
1: every day you were listening to Justin Bieber and like old oh, Justin Bieber with the side swoop hair and the purple head to toe.
0: Mm. Wow. It was so good. When Justin Bieber said, When you smile, I smile, I felt that. Of course. It's just it's too good. It's too good. It's around the time when he I think he came out with um oh, was it the Never Say Never DVD and he did like a world tour? Never and say he...
1: never. Never never say never ever never say it I used to so
0: good but
1: yeah I know I know exactly what you're talking about because I went to school with believers like full-on hardcore Justin Bieber fans like these girls had his bag and like their backpack to school was a Justin Bieber bag they mm. would literally skip school to like go to his signings and like try and hunt him down in the hotels when he came to London like they were fully Ooh. on it me never was. I was like, I don't know why everyone is obsessed with this 15 year old dude with a side swoop fringe and he wears purple head to toe. But I mean, I get it. I get it. Under the mistletoe, that's a banging Christmas tune. Um, mm. I've never heard anyone call someone boo in a Christmas song, but he did it.
0: <laughs> no, that whole Christmas album was also fire. He did a song called Falala with Boys to Men, and I was like, wow, this is the collaboration I never knew I needed. Boys to Men, really? <laughs> Yeah, like I was like, wait, huh? How did oh, wow. you? It must have been Usher. It must have been that connection because I don't know how it would have happened <laughs> otherwise.
1: In the world boys to men doing scrounge enough, Justin, it must have been an Usher thing. But...
0: Surely, sure they must have been bribed. Surely, Thank you. Thank you. that's a banger, banger no nah. and he was literally like a teenager at this point i'm like how have you how have you pulled this off i don't understand but yeah did you never have a justin bieber phase no not once not there no was more. it was probably something i just i just didn't get it i was
1: like why are you all upset the thing is like these girls were like crazy justin bieber fans like they were like yeah i'm gonna be his wife kind of and i'm like why are you, you're never going to meet this man he does not know you exist no you're an op
0: you're He's, an enemy of um, progress
1: I was like, these are age mates. Why are you obsessing over age mates? Obviously, he was doing bits and, like, he's a millionaire at 15 and touring the world and, I don't know, It's Usher's, like, little protege. I get Mm. it. But I was also like, fam, relax. It's actually okay. (laughs) You don't need to be obsessing over anyone like this.
0: Why don't you want people to be happy? (laughs) I don't know. For ages,
1: I was just so... Like, too many people were on it, and I just refused to jump on the wave. It was almost like, because so many other people like it, I specifically, am not going to like it. And then Um, I think there was one tune. I was like, okay, I guess this one is all right.
0: (laughs) The thing is, yeah, I was the kind of fan that refused to buy the merch because I thought if at any point in my life I run into him, I need to not look crazy.
1: (laughs) The fact that you even had that thought process uh,
0: says a lot. I thought it could happen. Things happen, you know? You have to stay hopeful. Also, you cannot chat about this because you used to like The Wanted, I believe.
1: Okay, I didn't really like The Wanted. Again, there was groups of girls in my year who were really big Wanted fans and, again, would skip school to go and hunt down The Wanted and go to their concerts to get their signatures. How you even start tracking celebs like that down, I don't know, but these girls at my school, they were just on it different. When I say, I mean, I had the odd song or two on my MP3 player
0: of The Wanted. I Um, swear there was a boy band that you... Was it One Direction? I feel like you were obsessed with a boy band. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: 1D, 100%. I mean, I was, is, watched them being brought together, that beautiful moment, and the growth, and now look at look at how well they're all doing. Look at how well they're all doing. You can't tell me that's not a talented bunch of boys to men. Wow,
0: solid. I see what you did. No, they are talented, but the songs they were coming out with were a bit dry, dry. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Fam, I know. I know, I, I know though. They're incorrect. A-
1: there was something again. I was a fan. I did go and see them on tour, but was I the ones with the bag and the merch? And I'm tracking <laughs> down. Nah, it's actually it's actually not that deep for anyone. I can't think of anyone that I would do that for. Honestly,
0: Sammy, you saw them live. I didn't know that. Oh my god, were they good?
1: Yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. I went by myself and saw them at Wembley.
0: Oh my god, how did I yeah, not know? I
1: I don't know how old I was. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: went to Wembley with by myself. Oh my god, that's really sad. You're just popping on your ones to, oh, it makes you beautiful. That's kind of really yeah, sad. I'm I'm gonna, right. I
1: saved the money myself. I mm. bought the ticket myself and I was like, cool, I'm going to go by myself. Um, yeah, it was fun. And you know what's just great? It was one thing seeing them as a group, but then when you hear them individually, mm-hmm. their music is very, very different. And I'm like, "Raw." <laughs> you know, we're all so...
0: I don't know, they were just using this pop group as a platform because everyone's music is different and I respect it. That's the thing, because Zayn's coming out with like R&B then there's Niall with this folky kind of vibe and I'm like, how did you ever coexist in one band?
1: And then Harry, I don't know what his genre is, but he's just great at everything. Mm. Harry has got tunes and then Louis is also doing his thing. I didn't even realise that Louis was the one he um, He was mainly like the writer. He wrote most of the songs. I think it was himself. Either himself and Harry or himself and Niall were the ones who wrote most of their songs. I'm like, okay, so. Okay. Like, oh, God,
0: I had no I'm idea. I didn't think any of them wrote their music. That's crazy.
1: I know. I know, right? You see? You see? Wow. Um, What are my other, like, musical? Seeing as, you know, we've thrown One Direction in there. I remember, like, if I think back to albums I actually bought, Ed Sheeran's Plus, what mm, year yeah. Eight, year, nine. You Need Me Man, I Don't Need You, Lego House, all of them ones there. Um, I didn't even know I liked that kind of music until Ed came along. And I was like, cool, I guess I like this kind of music now.
0: Do you know what? That was a moment. He was the first person I ever saw live and he was playing all the songs from that album. And it was so good. I was like, I did genuinely, I didn't know that about myself. I didn't know I was into that kind of music until he came about.
1: I know, and there's a few other artists like that as well who I also listened to, like when I was in secondary school, like Ben Howard, his album Every Kingdom. Again, I don't even know how I stumbled upon that. I think someone else had the album, and I was like, "Oh, let me just let me just get that off you real quick." <laughs> so I <laughs> got it saved on my phone. I was like, "Let me listen to this stuff," and it was really cool. It's like folky, kind of. I don't know. It was just different, like something so completely different to what I normally listen to.
0: I don't think he know Ben Howard. What's I like that? his most famous songs. I
1: could not tell you. Like I wanna say every kingdom, but again, he was so discreet. So like honestly, unless you listen to that kind of like genre of music, I don't know if people would know Ben Howard like that.
0: Fair enough, fair enough.
1: And um, also really like Maroon 5. Really? Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't really? know where he tried. Listen, I was very eclectic. i would really honestly listen to everything. Maroon 5 was up there, but if you think about their album, it, songs about Mary, every single tune on that album is a banger.
0: Name me some. I don't know them like that.
1: Um Sunday morning rain is pouring.
0: Oh, old tune. Baby. Okay.
1: You're all I see. Yeah. That that yeah, album,
0: really
1: yeah. I don't whole bunch of random random artists. I don't know where that came from, but yeah, I think yeah. it helped to you know really build my musical genre and not just listen to like the bait stuff that everyone's listening to, like all pop and whatever was on MTV. I was like, let me branch out a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. I feel like I didn't have. I wasn't into that kind of music, but in school I had like a proper indie phase. Like I was obsessed with the nineteen seventy five. Saw them live like four times, yeah. and yeah, that that was a lot. And then from there I was like, well, oh, let me listen to more bands, and then got into like Kings of Leon for a bit and the Kooks, yeah. and yeah, it was a lot. And like Two Door Cinema Club, I was like, I didn't didn't think that was ever gonna be me, but here we are.
1: I heard these names a lot again from other people who were into sort of indie music. Um but never actually listened to them myself.
0: But you yeah. see,
1: I think it's good to, you know, have an eclectic taste in music and not just listen to the one debate what everyone else is listening to. You know, have your own little, mm, let me just spice it up a little bit, with a bit of, ooh, and cheer
0: ooh, bit of two yeah. in the Club. It's so true, especially because growing up, when I was really young, I used to think, nah, indie music, that's not for black people. That's not what we listen to. And then I was yes. like, wait, hold on a minute. Hold on, this is for me. <laughs>
1: yeah do you know what i think i also grew up thinking the same which is probably why yeah as a young person i just would always gravitate to the typical like r&b hip-hop rap because you know those are the genres where we see black people in the songs and the tunes written by black people but yeah. it's also why a lot of black artists do get forced towards like r&b and hip-hop was, is because you know the musical industry is kind of just bots them in that which is why i really rate willow smith doing her thing, creating her punk music her rock music do your ting sis
0: do it oh honestly willow smith is giving me life right now this is why we need more black women in rock because it's unparalleled i was listening to her song um transparent soul and it's just giving me emo punk energy and i i'm obsessed with it i can't lie
1: i rate her for doing it and like not being confined to certain genres just because that's typically where you find black people like good on her good on her and the thing was um didn't jada she was like in a rock band or a punk band like back in the day which i didn't even know
0: yeah literally i was watching um red table talk and willow did like a tribute to jada from one of her songs um from her back in the day and it was so good i did not know that about jada but that's what i love about them like they just they all have so many different talents and they all just embrace so many different things. And I love that. Like they don't pigeonhole themselves.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Oh, what are another one of my guilty? I'd say again, I don't feel guilty about this. I love me a musical. I remember the Mm. first time Hairspray came out, it must've been 2006, I don't know, 2000 something, but that was, that was probably like the first musical film or movie I'd seen and I and it had Zach Efron I fell in love I fell in love uh-huh. I was like every single song is a bop I remember watching the film first and then my mom took us all out to go and see it in the theater saw it at Shaftesbury Avenue actually it was the second musical I ever saw because first was Lion King absolutely loved it love my musical bags Hairspray, Jamie, Waitress, mm. Elite Musicals, <laughs> Elite
0: musicals no nah, when queen atifa said i know where i've been i felt that in my soul oh. Oh, okay did
1: did everyone hear how pitch perfect that was oh wow okay I mean, this I have played thing the song on
0: repeat. i have played that song on repeat now nah, but th- that whole film so good like you can't watch it and sit still and like you said even the musical version in west end just incredible we literally saw it a couple of weeks ago and we need to go back <laughs> we have to go back Literally,
1: it was so great And the thing is, you know that when you go to the theatre You're not actually supposed to sing I said, I can't, it's hairspray I know every single lyric to every song I'm going to sit there, I'm going to sing I'm going to mouth the words Like I really felt each song in my soul Like seaweed, mm. the black of the berry The sweet, sweet of the juice. the juice I could play the, it the song so What's the news? The dog of, of the chocolate The pitch of the taste ah. That's
0: where it's at <laughs> Five little line um, I'm tired. Great. Of you, I'm oh, so good. so good. Like
1: people oh. just need to appreciate the artistry that goes into being able to sing, dance, and act, and then do it at the same time and You're not saying. get out of breath.
0: What is this wizardry? Like God certainly has favourites because how can you be doing all of those things at the same time with an accent eight times a week, huh? back to back sometimes they're performing twice a day two times in one go every all day every day are you how H- how like it the math ain't nothing wow.
1: but yeah and then you can really about... just hold a note like that as well wow okay, you know
0: what I'm saying okay. be belting like that but no there's something about just watching people sing and dance and just live their best lives which is just so wholesome yeah exactly
1: uh yeah. if I could if I could be in a music I would I would if I could yeah. do, I would
0: honestly saying that I I love a musical as well I think like my all-time favorites have to be the Lion King Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen which is a bit more of a curveball but yeah do you know what I saw the other day which was so good um it's called Amelie it's like a French musical I don't know if you've seen the film but it was so good like you know when you see something that you don't really know a lot about and you're just completely blown away it's the best for yeah
1: oh i like that yeah i've heard of the film never actually got round to watching or oh, did i i knew it was a film i had no idea that they'd turn it into a musical or why they would turn it into a musical but i'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it
0: yeah it's the film is really good too wouldn't watch it with your parents lot of sex scenes and orgasms but a good film
1: okay noted 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 um this seems like a good time to move on to our Guilty Pleasure TV shows. Now, mine is RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know where, how I got into watching Drag Race. Literally never had an interest. Do you know what it was? It's just that show that always comes on on like BBC3, BBC, BBC My Night past 11 o'clock when all the good shows that you actually want, they're off and it was just there in the background one time and i it always starts off as like a show in the background and then you're like oh mm, i'm slowly getting invested oh oh look at the makeup <gasps> oh oh my goodness this is loki kind of bitchy but i'm here for it and then i was just in and then I, and then it was like, oh, the next day, the next episode. And I was like, do you know what? Seeing as I saw yesterday's episode, <laughs> it would only be wrong of me to not watch this one. And then I was invested. And then I was watching all of the UK drag race. And I was sat there watching. And it's just fantastic. The artistry, the mm. makeup, the comedy
0: the Queens. It's fantastic. Thing is, I've never seen it, but you're really selling it to me right now. I think I need to get involved. Like ivy they're actually
1: hilarious like they're just so over the top queens yeah 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 and the thing is it's like it's not just all they put on a bit of makeup it's like there are activities for them to do um it might be like a comedy one and like you've got to do a stand-up you know comedy out for five minutes so it's like an acting one and you guys so they really do have to showcase like lots of talent and then there's also like a runway bit at the end where everyone has to there's like a theme and everyone literally needs to come with like their best costume that fits said theme and a lot of them make and sew their own stuff they do their own makeup put their own wigs together it's just it's artistry of a different kind and it's just wow. you know great reality tv show
0: they sound so talented because i guess like it it kind of is advertised everywhere so I always kind of feel like I've already seen it but I only ever really see clips of them lip-syncing which looks entertaining but in my head I'm like I can't watch an hour of that but it sounds like there's so much more going on so maybe I do need to watch it.
1: Yeah the the lip-syncing is only at the end so it's like after they do the big main activity and then they have like the runway with the outfits it's like whoever the bottom two people are that week to then like stay in the competition, they have to lip sync against each other. It's a battle. So it's literally like the last five minutes of the show. But again, even when they're lip syncing and like doing all these dance moves and jumping into the splits, wearing like, I don't know, seven inch heels. How do you even walk in seven inch heels, let alone dance in them?
0: Could never be me. Could never be. That's mad impressive to be fair. And like the makeup, the hair, the outfits, like the choreography, to be doing all of that themselves, like that's insane yeah it's
1: it's low-key addictive I'm just like just just watch one episode if you don't like it after then fine but one was all like fab it was in the background and I was still like oh this is kind of interesting
0: let me just let me just tune in also there are so many seasons and that's so off-putting because I know that if I get involved that's gonna be months of my life
1: I won't lie to you. I haven't seen all the seasons. I just started from the UK one because it just so happened to be on and the first episode I saw was actually the first one of said season. But there's also the All Stars, which is on... um, Netflix and again fam I started on the most recent season which was season six that just came out there are still multiple other seasons Mm. I don't have to watch them if I don't want to but like you can literally start anywhere that's the good thing about it it's not like when you're watching a show and there's a narrative and a storyline it's like oh I can't just you can literally start on any season you want.
0: Which season has the song that's like bing bang bong sing, uh, fang, sing, da. sing da. ding dang, ding da. Da.
1: UK does. See how catching the fact that you haven't even seen the show, but you know the song says it all.
0: It's a banger. Where can I watch that?
1: That's on BBC iPlayer. It's the most recent season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Okay. That's fantastic. Oh my goodness, you're gonna love Bimni Bombula and you're gonna love taste. You're
0: just you're just gonna love them all. Now, listen, as soon as Love Island finishes, that's what I'm going to fill the void with.
1: Correct. It's far more entertaining than Love Island. I'll tell you that for a fact.
0: I mean, it's it's not hard at this point, really, is it? To be honest. <laughs> but, but I'll give it a proper go. I will. I promise. Okay. Um, what are your TV show,
1: Guilty Pleasures?
0: <sighs> OK, so reality TV has me in bondage and this is a proper guilty pleasure because I can feel my brain cells dying as I'm watching it but I can't stop myself but any show where people are embarrassing themselves or falling in love or arguing it just it has my whole heart genuinely inject it into my veins do you know what I was never embarrassed to say that I watched Love Island
1: until this season where Mm. it's like actual trash and I keep tweeting about how bad it is and everyone knows how bad it is. Yet for some reason, I still keep watching. And I don't even know what's good. Like, I'm tired of seeing Faye's Nutella lips. I'm tired of the way she's treating Teddy. I'm tired of, you know, the way this man gets yelled at. And everyone gets, I'm like, it's literally not giving me anything. Yet here I am still watching this show and tweeting about it every night at how nine o'clock. Call-
0: Why? How could you call out her mommy? a might shade of lipstick that's so that's savage jeez listen of all the people
1: that have gone into that villa yet why has no one told her these are not real friends these girls are these girls are not real friends they'd be like that shade Mm -mm. you've killed it's enough they'd also be like fam stop screaming it's not a good look i think you need to just sit on this information maybe sleep on it no one no one is her real friends because how are you letting your friend walk around like that
0: how they let her embarrass herself the fact that they were letting her parade around the villa scream at the top of her lungs they're not real friends and the thing is they were all doing these like facial expressions to each other being like this is a bit much but none of them could say it to her face
1: (laughs) there we go everyone's ducking literally kaz literally ducked (laughs) she literally ducked out of the situation so you know this is not an ideal situation oh no one's gonna tell her cool 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 let's all just keep laughing at the situation
0: how can how can Storm Faye arrive? How can Hurricane Faye arrive? How can Forest Fire Faye arrive and no one can say anything? That's how you know it's yeah. fake. I'm sorry. It's so bad. I didn't watch this track. Do
1: you know what? Another one like that. Fam, we used to watch Made in Chelsea. I no. don't... I, there's literally nothing about that show I can relate to. Not a one. Wait, it was rich white kids who live up in Fulham and Kensington and Chelsea their dad's mm. own bentley's and them things there. are literally olivia bentley i was like is that just a coincidence no no it's not a coincidence
0: yeah
1: just dating each other going on about oh they're bitch Fam, you have everything why are you man complaining
0: it's the fact you said used to i'm still invested in this show <laughs> seen seasons later <laughs> <laughs> no i gave up a long time ago no nah, and it, you're right it's trash that's the thing though and it is like love island like i will tune in every day knowing that it's gonna be crap but i'm still gonna sit there and watch it yeah, yeah so i'm like spencer has cheated on you three times why do you still in a relationship with said spencer and surprise, when he cheats on you again like learn your lesson <laughs> do you know what used to kill me it'd be when the next girl would come on the scene start dating spencer and be like well he's not gonna do that to me i'm like have you watched the show Have you Steph, he's been sending to you too. And
1: it's just like, I don't know why I'm watching. They're not going to change. And I'm also like, how do you man not know that she's been chatting about you and he's been chatting crud behind your back?
0: Because you can all see it. This is what I'm saying. Lucy Watson arrived on the scene and said, listen, I'm not boring, so he's not going to cheat on me. Look at what happened two weeks later. I'm just like, guys, watch your own show. Do you know what? Another show that I'm obsessed with, Married at First Sight that show was a trip the fact that they have to get married on day one and just commit to this person and just see how it goes it could never be me but I will be tuning in yeah
1: I remember my housemates are really into that and I would sit and again it was one of those it was in the background for me but they were watching it I would sit and just be like how can people do this literally like your whole family (laughs) what what your parents thinking? Being like cool you're walking down the aisle I have no idea it could be a serial killer but then when love is blind I was there I was there for it. I'm like, I really hope they get married. I hope she says yes. I hope he says yes. I hope this is a long marriage and it lasts forever yeah. because Lauren and Cameron
0: God. I'm
1: ready for season two. Plus the after the altar gave, really gave the tea. They need to make that a permanent show because just, just follow the ones who are married. Just follow these lot. That's fine. I don't even need a season two. Just keep following these lot. I want to see yes. how
0: reckless it can get. Like literally once a year, if they could just film them and put it on Netflix, I'd be happy. Make that the reality show because I just want to see
1: how long can Amber hold on to this grudge about just you have your man, you won. You won. You have the husband. Why are you still bitter about the girl that he said he might propose?
0: You're married. Like, let it go. Let it go. Is Amber holding Barnett at gunpoint? Because why is he still with her? Yes, he is scared. He is scared of his wife. He can't because she will kill him. They referred
1: to Jessica as Voldemort, and he was like, "She tried to give me a drift. No, nope. we we don't. She doesn't exist. We're not going to speak to her. We're not." And he's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. "Literally, Jessica came over to give him. Jessica came over to give him a wedding gift, and he literally just said, yeah, I can't be here. My wife will not allow it,' and he just disappeared. He literally disappeared." I said, oh, "Wow."
0: My guy said I'd be grounded if I spoke to you. He couldn't even look Legit. her in the eye. do you know know what killed me though about that it was when barnett said he sold his house to pay off her debts that part i was like come again you you sold your you bought a house and you sold it for this woman for her for amber really wow
1: that part you know she had these debts before you proposed like how was she planning on handling that if at all or she was just gonna wait till she got married that's the thing sold his house to pay off her debts and then they both moved into her apartment with a roommate and she's trying to have a kid with the roommate there
0: and he's like i just i want us us to have our own space before we have a kid and she's there saying that he's unreasonable when he's gone and paid off all of her debts and sold his house make it make sense man
1: he said why does there need to be a checklist why can't we just have the baby now (laughs) fam do you have a roof over your head
0: and there's a whole roommate and he's there saying it's inconsiderate to have a baby when there's a roommate he is correct he is
1: right you you just had debt you just had debt that he cleared, not your debt so can we
0: just let's just relax you know it's okay and it's the fact that in in the actual show she said that she had no intention or plans of working and she wanted to be like a stay-at-home wife type of situation so it's all on his head So clearly he should have a say in the matter if he's going to be doing all the breadwinning.
1: The fam, she said, clear my 2k debt. No, clear my 20k debt so I can stay at home and be a
0: housewife. (laughs) Literally. And he said, okay, bet. What is he doing? Uh,
1: Yeah, I I don't know how, but I'm so invested. But I'm also just like, babes, why are you still busy? Like if he even looked elsewhere, she gives me, she she's not afraid to hold a gun up to that man like I'm, um, yeah
0: no she that's it he's in bondage sleep. like she would actually stab him in his sleep <laughs> it
1: she was from the first episode where she was like it's barnett or bust for me she was like it's him he's mine that's the one i want none of you girls even think she said yeah he might
0: be chatting to you but listen it's me i'm the one yeah, she said by force I will be married to this man and she's yeah. a scary woman I'm not going to lie do you know what yeah. a show I used to be obsessed with when I was growing up was son sex and suspicious parents oh, i was so messy it was so good for anyone who hasn't seen it basically there are these young adults who go on holiday with their friends, if have this kind of crazy party holiday. Little do they know their parents also join them on said holiday to spy on them. And they'll literally be in nightclubs and their parents will be watching what they're doing in the nightclubs. When I tell you, sometimes they'd even sneak the parents into the clubs that they're in. And it was just a madness. It could never be me. I would simply pass away if my dad came on one of my girls trips. Could you imagine? Or it's like when
1: the parents are literally in the very room next door and they've got them like with headphones on. I'm just, it's all just very, very messy. And I listen, who was the commissioner for BBC Three in that era? Because the shows that they would really commission, I'm, um, it, it had me thinking a lot. Like they also did the one where it was like, um, what was it called? Like parent swap, where they would send like unruly teens to a different country to go like live with strict, no, it was strict parents abroad? or. Oh, I think oh. it was called Strict Parents Abroad World's
0: Strictest like, parents,
1: something like that Yeah, World's Strictest Parents, something like that and it'd be like a really angsty teen in like, somewhere from the UK they'd send them to like Barbados or you know, South yeah. Africa to go live with some strict parents over there and I just remember the one episode and it was this white boy in Barbados, you are not in the UK anymore, you are in Barbados and she clapped her hands like, fam that's what just I'm going to run for.
0: It was great. <laughs> oh, it was a, It was the volume. It was the clapping. It was. It was beautiful. This is the TV that I live for. So good. You're right though. BBC Three. They were onto something back in the day. So good. Yeah.
1: I. I don't know. You know who. <laughs> Which kind of parents said, yep, that's a show I want to send my kid I don't know why certain people <laughs> sign up to send shows But yeah. it's messy And I would sit there and watch it and be like Ooh, yeah, you can tell this person's never been slapped before Oh, yeah, you can tell this person You're going to raise your voice to your mother Oh, oh she's going to correct
0: that Yeah, and some of those kids needed it to be fair I'm not going to lie yeah, for Not real. every day talk back to your parents And be smoking and drinking at 13, you know You can't at your
1: age Wow,
0: mm.
1: wow, wow another show uh if we're really throwing it back like um on disney channel when they would do those episodes where they would combine three shows together and it was like hannah montana that's a raven and um uh, the sweet life of zach and cody and it was called that's so sweet life of hannah Montana. Yes. <laughs> it was great so you had a raven doing her visions and seeing things and the twins being like oh you just did this weird thing where you went had- and she said i don't know what you mean and then hannah montana just appears in the hotel and it was just i just loved the chaos i'm like there was no need to bring three disney channel shows together but they did it anyways and i was here for it
0: i'm sorry that's where avengers infinity war got the inspiration from like that was the greatest crossover in history it was so good it was fantastic having all of your favourite Disney Channel characters in the same place at the same time, like actually communicating to each other, it just blew my mind.
1: Yeah, it definitely was like Marvel Esque. You know, you're watching all these shows and you're just like, are they taking place at the same time? Is it all in the same universe? Oh, it must be because here they all are. Yeah. In one episode together. It was fantastic. I'm like, does Raven's powers work here in New York, in Boston, where the, where the hotel is at? Like, how does this work? Oh, okay. Is Hannah Montana, is she famous here in Boston as well as in San Francisco? Like, I think, oh, yep. Yeah, they still know of Hannah Montana all across the states. It was yeah. great.
0: Like, in my head, they were in completely separate universes, and the, I guess, the actual actors in my head never met. So when they were all yeah. together, I was like, whoa, hold on a minute. Like, wow. What I you, never thought, you, know, Cody. you, can, you can meet ta- Raven, Seymour C- C- in the same place at the same time. What? Yeah, yeah it was
1: really, it was really the Marvel equivalent of my, you know, preteen, yeah,
0: early tween life. It was fantastic. No, that that was elite television. No guilt there. That's not even a guilty pleasure. Guilt. straight on pleasure. That was amazing. Straight on pleasure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what I also love? Just a quiz show. Like, The Chase, that is my show. It's so good, just that It's just exhilarating answering questions, right? It's just... It's a great confidence boost. I recommend. Listen,
1: I reckon I could go on one of those quiz shows and actually do decently. Like, i just be watching them and I say the answers out loud and I'm just like... <sighs> i could i could have been in there another r- one i really like is a uh, tipping point and it's like yeah. you have to answer a certain amount of questions and they give you coins and you literally put it in the machine and it's supposed to like drop you choose which slot you want to drop it it's one of those coin machines where like they got to spill over and tip over into the end and then however many you get is like oh they're each worth 500 pounds listen i'm sat here at home answering the qu-
0: i'm like oh it was so obvious how did you not get that did you not do gcse biology just, do you see what I'm saying? Like some of the questions are actually so easy. I was watching a quiz show last week. I can't remember which one it was. And I think the question was for 10K. The question was, what color is Luigi? Yeah, what color is his hat or something like that? And I was like, well, it's obviously green. And they were like, I think it's purple. Huh? Where have hmm? you ever seen purple? Where? Where in Super Mario Brothers is there purple? Where? Even it's when, they,
1: it's when they throw out random answers like your answers you, aren't even making sense like okay throw out a red a blue like at least primary colours you're saying purple we, where we uh,
0: come on uh, and I'm again sorry. for 10k I'm like someone give me 10k <laughs> please what I'm saying. We, we might actually need to start applying for these shows because it's a travesty
1: honestly I'm just like if I don't do well don't air it though yeah <laughs>
0: Just cancel the whole show okay i will not sign over my rights to this episode the thing no. is
1: i want to make the money but i don't want other people knowing i have said money because that's when people start yeah. coming to you and start shouting you and be like oh do you remember that one time where i borrowed where i lent you five back pa- oh oh do you? no how are you doing yeah we should all go out and get drinks no fam
0: yeah you didn't know me before the money i don't know you yeah <laughs> you know them people who win the lottery and they'll go and collect the money in disguise that would be me 100% I'm not telling anyone i am won a lottery. No one at all. Absolutely not. I'm not buying you a drink. Hell no.
1: You, you're going to put your picture on the front of the newspaper, in front of your house with
0: no. your cheque. And then suddenly everyone's your best friend. Nah, could never be me. I do think I'd be sick though. Like, If you could go on a game show like with your face covered, I would sign up today. Oh, 100%. Because it's also the embarrassment, like, if you know that even if you fail, no one's going to know it was you, I would sign up right now. 100%. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Are there any more TV shows that you're low-key embarrassed about, but high-key love? um not really i'm like my mom watches
1: a lot of like real housewives and like married to medicine and before i used to be like mom this is actual trash like what are you doing but again it starts off in the background you're like oh she did what with someone's husband Mm -mm, no she didn't she divorced your friend got divorced and now you're after her husband but you were just and your your husband cheated on you when you were pregnant oh and these are grown ass women these are middle-aged grown-ass women with houses and kids and it's still messy. I'm like, yeah. rah. Some people just don't grow out of it.
0: It's when they're acting more childish than the children. I'm like, how did this happen? How did we end up here?
1: Nah. Yeah, it's one thing like watching, I don't know, messy teens or messy people yeah. in their 20s. Like, you know, that's the still growing up. Nah, these people are like in their 50s, 40s, have houses, husbands, wives. And it's still messy and just throwing shade and you turn it up at other people's parties and screaming and starting fights. I'm like, wow, my goodness.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is really how you're going to act on, on knowing that you're being filmed on television. Couldn't that it be part right me? there. Can could never be me. But yeah, love the drama. I'm very much here for all of the drama.
1: Yeah, do you have um, films? Mm, like, a yeah. uh, kind of like your guilty pleasure films? Because I and mine would be like rom-coms I don't know why I have such a soft spot for rom-coms um they are predictable as hell but do you know what mine It's like specifically I'll watch all rom-coms to be honest but there's something about teen rom-coms that just gets me it's predictable as hell but I enjoy being there for the ride and being like oh oh is she gonna choose is she not how's this gonna end oh they started off hating each other but you can tell that there's some tension in there um I don't know if it's growing up watching a lot of like Disney Channel and like American high school movies and knowing that my teen life was nothing like that whatsoever. Yeah. I was an school. It was run by nuns, a Catholic all-girls school in London. There was no all lockers and prom. There was none of that. So maybe that's why I have a yeah. thing
0: for teen rom-coms. Yeah, mine are similar. It's like films from my childhood, guessing in the Noughties. But kind of like you, it's always... Teenagers, American teenagers in high school, and it's to survive. And like I said, you know exactly how it's going to end. The girl's going to get the boy. They're going to end up best friends, but the journey is just beautiful. Like I'd say, mine, the ones that I will still watch to this day, Camp Rock two, specifically the second one, so good. (laughs) Specifically, (laughs) High School Musical two, again, the second one. High School
1: Musical two blows them all out of the water. Like anyone who says that that's not the best high school, you're lying.
0: Yeah. You're lying.
1: You're lying. It's literally the perfect film.
0: Yeah. Do you remember Troy Bolton walking along the grass singing Bet on It, stomping on the ground? That was a moment.
1: Bet on it, bet on it,
0: bet. And splashing his face (laughs) in in the lake, in the water. Just mm, such aggression. I loved it and spinning and jumping oh it was so angry and beautiful <laughs> so good then uh, it's like oh my god gabriella's run away oh my gosh no she's got to go her own way she can't do it then she comes back and it's just yeah
1: so good zach efron was in bondage to the van slip-ons okay there is no person on the planet who could rock van slip-ons like zach efron i've tried I've tried, yeah. and most things suit me. Not the Van Slip-On. That one is specifically <laughs> dedicated to Zac Efron and Zac Efron alone. Troy Bolton <laughs> and Troy Bolton. Bolton alone.
0: I feel like their sales must have gone up just because of him, I'm not going to lie. And yeah. I just loved that all the way through the film. Sharpay's just there being fabulous. It's it's a moment, just in pink. I loved it. Yeah. And I was that person that just had to learn all the dancing
1: yes of course it was when they did those episodes where they literally like teach you step by step uh, the dances and it's just like fantastic they knew what we wanted and they gave it to us
0: listen I was there rehearsing work this out for hours it was a moment they literally they knew what we wanted it was it was a moment that was a great time in history but even like now I will watch these films and it will be just as good a hundred percent like one I never get bored of is 10 Things I Hate About You.
1: And again, mm. it's something about that 90s, early noughties They, they just they just have me in a chokehold. Um, and also oh, Heath Ledger is just a beautiful soul. <laughs> Same birthday, or rest in peace. 10 Things I Hate About You, I love that because it's also based on the Shakespearean play, The Taming of the Shrew, which I was in. So I, I recognized, I recognize you know the narrative mm. from early, but it's great. It's, it starts off where it's like I don't like you. Nothing could make me like you. Oh, you're just trying to date my sister. And then oh, she's the glow up. Oh, you you make her believe that you're into her. Listen, it's a great film. Yes. That and to all the boys I've loved before. Listen, yes. Noah Centineo. Yes, there's something,
0: yes. something yes. there. Yes, yes, yes. No, wow. Both elite films. Ten things I hate about you. It's when they go paintballing and they—it's just so cute and they're rolling around in the hay and it's just a beautiful moment. It's so good. And, then, oh, and it's the moment when she also reads the poem and she's like, "I don't even hate you, not even a little bit, not even at all." I'm like. <laughs> Love <laughs> you. I know she's crying, reading the part I'm just
1: and then the scene where she's on um the football pitch playing and like he's in the bandstands yes. and he starts singing "I love you, babe." And like the security guard is chasing him and he's just,
0: oh no, that's great, film. great film. That film set the bar too high for me because I need that. It did. You know, like that's I. The I thing it's so good and yeah you're right the boys was also just elite i didn't love the sequels as much but the first film will go down in history as one of the greats and it was just so amazing yeah. to have like the protagonists be korean and of color i just loved yes. that
1: yes thank we'll you for so much for that. it was very very necessary and yeah the, the first one is definitely the high school musical two of to all the boys but in I think it was in the third one. I like that they went to Korea. Like that whole, I'm like, I want to go to Seoul. I want to go to Seoul. I want to go to Korea. Let me go. I want to
0: go. And I hate with um with films when they'll have like a scene set in another place, but you can tell that they didn't actually go to that place, and it's just like a green screen. But I loved with this one that they actually went. It was so good. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite guilty pleasures well, for rom-coms, is the parent trap. Like, it's just, you know, the handshake and the songs and, oh, when they get back together, just pulls at the heartstrings. With that, I'm like, that film came out, I
1: want to say late 90s. Fam, how were they doing that? How did you make two Lindsay Lohans that early? Like, fam, we didn't even have CGI back then. And it looked pristine. There was not one point where I could have been like, yeah, this is
0: where they cut it. It was immaculate. Yep. What? What kind yep. of wizardry? Someone needs to explain themselves because what was going on there? Like, I was genuinely convinced that Lindsay Lohan had a twin that had passed away and they just covered it up because it's not <laughs> adding up. <laughs> the CGI? Huh? What? How? Like, but even the eye contact, they were looking at each other.
1: They were Tell looking me at each
0: other. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get Tell it. how it like, is literally
1: how are you finishing your your own sentence but it's you talking to yourself? You. How? It's how?
0: You, how is she who how? I just nah, it hurts my head. Cuz like even for the present day, even for today if that came out I'd be like that's really convincing. But for back in the day, when technology technology in them, and that's then and But then also for me I'm like, cool, if it's only one Lindsay
1: Lohan, mm. she had to learn twice the amount of lines and yeah. The, the acting how did she, she and she's a child this isn't an adult just being like yeah um, this is a child learning twice the amount of lines
0: reacting to herself playing two characters how let's remember as well one of these characters is british and one is american this is two accents and she is acting with herself saying the same lines in different now huh yeah give her an award Is. what Mm-mm.
1: It's sad the way her life went from there, but just fantastic.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Accents yeah. too? Oh, wow. Mm. Elite. No, she deserves a round of applause. I can't even lie. She killed it. Yeah. But do you know what? I can't even lie. I feel a lot less guilty about these guilty pleasures. Of course.
1: This has been a great trip down, down memory lane. Do you know what? I'm going to go listen to some, I'm going to go listen to some Ben Howard. I'm just going to go listen to all <laughs> their albums again. Um, just because I'll probably go watch all these films again on the weekend because I don't feel guilty about it at all it's Same, actually and quite nice reminiscing
0: it really is and I'm gonna give you a full review of Drag Race so stay tuned
1: listen I'm willing and ready to send you the link to the first episode because you're going to be so invested in all of them like I watched one episode I already knew everyone's names <laughs> I'm like how
0: that's when you know it's when you're invested in their personal lives that's when you know
1: Listen, they have names like Tace and Lawrence Cheney. Ooh. Like,
0: y- yeah, I, I can't wait for you to feel how I feel about Drag Race. I cannot wait. No, nah, do you know what? This is what I'm going to do this weekend. I cannot wait.
1: Yeah, and it, sometimes I'm just like, how come I can't make my makeup bang like that? But they just do it, you
0: know, flawlessly every single time. Yeah, we can't all be perfect, you know? We have to have some flaws. <laughs> And just not True. being good at makeup is mine. So it is what it is. And if you want to share your thoughts on the episode, use the hashtag Black on Twitter or message us on our Insta page. You know what to do.
1: Like, follow, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Share this podcast with your friends at the next kickout, your mums and your grands too.
0: We'll be back next Thursday. I've been Ivy. I've been to Miracle. Thanks for listening.